0: Boop, boop 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 and boop, the duck boop.
1: walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man Run in the stand, stand? hey! Dagny hey. grapes Yo guys, welcome back to Ask Akira, this is um, 41 podcast
0: That's right, it is
1: Of Akira the Ask Akira Yeah, it is um, I was just watching some random YouTubers, I don't know so i'm okay okay i'm watching that so thanks
0: and um, bye bye thanks for that hercules wow 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 we in here we're in here and uh we we got an intro from hercules today how about that that's amazing so yeah thank you hercules for that we appreciate you Shouts out to everybody locked in uh gang gang indeed uh let me know where everybody is at we need to know where everybody is at so we can kick this thing off. Uh, it is a beautiful Saturday, right here at the peak of recorded human civilization. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I've got a coffee. I've got a big ass bottle of Fiji. Uh, I've got some new USB leads. I've got a bright orange USB. I've got a purple USB. Uh, yeah, this is for the, for the DJ sets that we're doing here in the crib. So uh, just like upgrading that whole setup with some like new USBs, got some new plugs, I'm super excited man, I've been buying plugs, I've been buying adapters, power adapters off Amazon. Oh and guess what else, uh, you know i got an e-scooter, I've been e-scooting my life away around Los Angeles, just like riding around the place. Uh, anyway, the uh, battery is supposed to last for like 17 miles. But it kept running out after, like, six. I'd be, like, cycling back to West Hollywood from downtown Los Angeles, cycling, scooting. And it would just run out, like, two-thirds of the way along the journey. It's like, shit, shit. Anyway, they sent me a whole new scooter. So now I've got two scooters. So that means that uh, the Don family, we can be scooting. i like on the scooter. I've got an extra handle for Hercules, so it's, like, a little handle for him. Shabba, shabba. And, um... Yeah, so we can like scoot around as a family now and that's just an exciting, beautiful thing. What a time to be alive. Uh, Where's everybody at? Oh my goodness. Diverting Tales is in the building. He's in Vienna. Nick Nicholson is in Estonia. Mitchell Smith is in Scotland. Inside the Ages is uh, somewhere Colorado. Sir Peppers is in Gang. Where's Gang, Sir Peppers? Sir Peppers uh, collates the questions and uh, he got them in with one minute to spare today. I like that. That's powerful. Powerful activities. Rowdy Ruckus is in the building. What's cracking? Uh, what's cracking, everybody? King Malvo is in Texas. Texas in the house. That's right. It's Ask Akira41. We're about to get in. My guy, two more visas out there in Germany. Shouts out to two more visas. I've been working him to death. Antonio Flores is in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Pieta is in South Africa. Oh my goodness. Nice. Nice, Mitchell Smith, Scotland. See, this is as always a truly international broadcast, and a truly international broadcast requires a truly international bonding ceremony to get things going, and that would be the international high five. That's the I high five. Jasper's reporting in from Sweden. Bless up. Akacha is is coming in from Alaska. Sapapas is in GA. See, we've got this. This. It's international, man. We've got to get down in an international fashion. You've got to aim for the elbow. All right, you've got to aim for the elbow. That's how you make it connect, no matter what's going on. i will be in the club, i will be DJing motherfuckers trying to be high five me from every fucking angle. I hit all of those. I hit them, Just aim for the elbow. So let's get it. Neocron is also in Germany. Neocron. Neocron did some incredible shredding on a track on the new album. My goodness, my goodness. All right, let's get it. Aim for the elbow. Three, two, one. Oh, that was the international high five. That was the international high five, brothers and sisters. Shout out to Ziga in Slovenia. Shout out to Corey in Anaheim, California. You bad motherfuckers. It's good to see you. It's good to see you all. And here we are on a Saturday. What's been going on in the world of Don? This week was the, uh, about, usually it's about once a month. I've been trying, you know, we, we're on this album a month schedule. It's it's hitting about that. This was the finishing the album week. So that meant like I was in the studio till two in the morning or whatever, like every night. And um, Yeah, it came out good. It came out so good. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I listened to it last night that the album was finished. I scooted home from the studio. I scooted back from downtown Los Angeles through the uh, LA streets. Scooted through those LA streets with the album in my ears and it's pretty fucking great. It's it's, it's, uh, it's magnificent, it's magnificent. So yeah, uh, I do believe that uh, we're gonna drop it on September 6th, we'll drop September 6th. Uh, we will preview, there'll be a single next week. The first single will be next week and then the, the album will follow the week after. And um, part of the reason I'm doing that so i can get ahead on the schedule a bit because we go straight into the next album and i want that to come out like very very quick afterwards so we're already into that we're already into the next album like i always say rule number one of hyper productivity is once you're in the zone you stay in the zone and we are definitely in the zone right now we definitely in the zone this new album had so many crazy synchronicities attached to it so many ridiculous things occurred and it's always the way. But like I always say, sinks the signpost. That's how you know you're in the right direction. That's how you know you're on the right path. Uh, if you've got any questions, just ask those questions. They will be answered if you're paying attention. What's that Leonard Curran line? We asked for signs, but signs were sent. There's the signs are there, baby. The signs is always there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Rowdy Ruckers 88 says we need rain wave for the Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. A rain of goddamn vengeance. A reign of righteous vengeance on, on the heads of uh, whatever is responsible for this latest international assault. To be honest, uh, I haven't been paying too much attention to the news this week because I've been working so hard on this album. But um, So I don't really know what's going on, so I couldn't really comment. But I'm aware that there's fire. Oh, Darren is here. He's in from New Zealand. And, and Julie's high-fiving from the ATL. And... Uh, Nomashura, whose name I can never pronounce, says great energy. Guess what? Love you. Guess what? Gang. Guess what? Wave, gang, or drown. How are we doing? It was a busy week. It was a busy week. Um, We had content every day, just like we promised. We had that new Noam Chomsky single. The new Noam Chomsky single dropped. And uh, that's going great. That's popping off on Spotify right now. So that's good. And people seem to be really enjoying that. Let me know what you thought about that. Uh, the comments were great on the uh, video up here. I've been getting a lot of nice messages of people and a lot of people saying they didn't expect it. They didn't expect it. And that's good, you know? Because, and here's the thing, so there's a few people who were like, oh, I don't like Noam Chomsky, I disagree with Noam Chomsky. blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah, but do you disagree with him on, on the, uh, his position of free speech? I don't think you do. I think we can all agree in this community that Noam Chomsky's position on free speech uh, which is my position on free speech, which is either you have free speech or you don't. It's like there's no gray areas with free speech. Either you have free speech or you do not. Either you believe in free speech or you do not. And if you do believe in free speech, then you believe in free speech, specifically for speech you disagree with. Otherwise, you don't agree with free speech. Boom! Easy. I've always said this. I had, I was in an argument with I think it was Catlin Moran or someone like that on Twitter about four or five years ago when this latest wave kind of kicked off and a lot of those blue checkmark people on Twitter, I say that, I have one, but um, they were getting all angry that people could reply to their tweets and disagree with them and they were really upset about this and they were trying to organise some kind of Twitter union to uh, to somehow stop people from being able to reply to them or something. You're like, that's not what this forum is really, it's like, go somewhere else and, um, Anyway, what was we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. But um, I felt it was important because I've been wanting to do a free speech track for ages. and um, There was a bunch of people who've spoken about it and they've spoken very eloquently about it that I could have made songs with. Uh, you know, Peterson's talked about it very eloquently. Count Dankula, was uh, the gentleman from Scotland uh, who was arrested for... Uh, uploading a meme video in which he got his dog to do a a z-heil uh as a prank on his girlfriend and he got arrested for that because the uk is a meme um he did a great video on free speech and the whole um shouting in a crowded movie theater thing that i was like well this could be a great piece of music but it's like the way things are right now we're at this very strange period in time where the people who used to be arguing for free speech are now arguing against it and vice versa. And I felt it was important for the message to come from the so-called side that needs to hear it right now and also come from a historical period of, like, what, 15, 20 years ago? (laughs) It's like, that's how quick changes. That's how quick stuff changes out here. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, that's worth bearing in mind because you go, okay, well, things are likely to be different again in not so long. But what's not going to be different is the fact that free speech is the fundamental, the the foundation upon which this, this precarious miracle of a society is built. Without it, there is nothing. And, uh, go away, you little bug. No free speech for you, bug. Shoot. Uh, yeah, without it, man, we ain't got shit. All right. so that's what's up with that. And, uh, yes, Stephen Thomas says Noam Chomsky has something like 80 books and a thousand hours of lecture. To say you disagree with Chomsky needs a lot of clarification. The man has commented on 90% of social issues ever. Exactly. This is a very good point. This is a very good point. Uh, God damn it. I mean, here's the thing if you 100% agree with anyone one human, I would be surprised. I would be surprised and I would also be suspicious. I would be suspicious. Now, you know, some people you're going to agree with more and some people less. But uh, I am of the opinion that everybody has something valuable to add, even if it's something to uh, counter, even if it's something to riff off or whatever it is. And uh, that's what we're trying to do here in the Meaning Wave universe, ladies and gentlemen. So Pepper says to change one's mind, you have to speak their language. Yeah, that's true. Uh, In persuasion, they call that pacing and leading. Pacing and leading. So uh, you talk to a person, and you kind of talk to them in the way they talk. You adapt a bit of their accent, even, almost, or their speech mannerisms. You mirror their body language. You kind of show them that you are like they are. And then you can start persuading them. You can start leading them somewhere else once you've got them on your side. That's a thing you can do. And, uh, yeah. Nilo clipped says, oh, I hope I could be as efficient as you. Love your music, especially the JBP ones. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it was a, another crazy week in JBP land. You know, he's uh, been less active lately because Tammy's been ill. Tammy's on the mend now, which is wonderful news. And lo, Tammy's, Tammy's getting better, and immediately, boom, back back to business, back to business. Quora, Quora, the, um, the gatekeepers at Quora took down the 42 rules for life post. That original post, which inspired the book, uh, which I had Jordan read and turn into that wonderful song, that's been deleted from Quora, doesn't exist on Quora anymore. They said it was spam. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but the good thing is, is that I got Dr. Peterson to uh, record. Him reading out those 42 rules for life, and I turned it into a song, and that song will outlive us all, brothers and sisters. That song will outlive us all. So, yeah. Nice try, Quora. Nice try, but you failed. You failed. Uh, humble Honk Pill Farmer. What a wonderful name. Says, My seven year old son Henry says hello. Shout out to Henry. Big up Henry all day. Does Henry play Minecraft? I imagine Hercules would like to know. Hercules wants to know if everyone plays Minecraft. Hercules is crazy, he's six and a half and like he suddenly discovered girls. And he's been going to this after school club and he suddenly got like a bunch of girls. Um What was his thing last week? I picked him up and he said that he'd broken up with one of his girlfriends, but that's okay because he's still got three more. <laughs> I'm like, what? Um They've been ch- he's like he was asking my wife, Charlotte, yesterday, he's like, When you were a little girl, did you chase boys and try and kiss them? His wife said nothing. But yeah, that's what's up. So he's at that point in his life, he's going to after school club and the girls just chase him around trying to kiss him. Girls are still doing that. I'm afraid, Uh, postmodernists. I'm afraid your plans are failing because girls are still chasing boys and trying to kiss them. Too bad, man. Too bad. Zaid Pig said, I lost respect for Cora. I canceled Cora two, two years ago, three years ago because Cora sends you these messages. It makes you sort of, uh, if you want to use it, if you don't know what it is, Cura is like a platform where people ans- ask questions and people answer them. And, uh, but what I noticed a couple of three years ago was Cora was has the same kind of political ideological bias as, as much of contemporary big tech or whatever. And it would rank questions. It would rank the answers to questions based on ideology. I noticed that very quickly and it'd be sending me these daily digests and it was, they had this, they just had that, um, the derangement syndrome that has afflicted, uh, a bunch of the populace and they were just, it was just like daily quorum meltdowns and they were often just completely factually, factually incorrect. They would be on things that I had intimate knowledge of and they would be posting the top answers as being things that were just wrong or ideologically charged and therefore not factual. But opinion. So Quora has been useless for a while. A while, unfortunately. So there you go. Never mind. Sir Pepper says Herc is a G. Sir Pepper is correct. Julie Worslin says the most popular answer of all time on Quora is spam. Yeah, you're right, Julie. It um, wasn't just yeah. uh, a good post. It was the most popular post of all time. Uh, James Altucher used to... Run, Quora. Where are these? There's two of these little bugs. There's three bugs. What the hell are these bugs? Whoa, what are these guys? Bugger off. Excuse me. I'm trying to do an international broadcast, you bugs. And, uh, yeah, James Altucher, you know, he's very prolific on Quora. Does some great work on there. But then they started, like, replacing his useful answers with those of ideologically possessed morons. Now their platform is useless and you know that's what's happening to Google unfortunately. Like Google as a search engine is now useless because it doesn't give you what you're looking for. So I use DuckDuckGo. Yeah Shouts out to DuckDuckGo. All day. Uh, no I'm sure it says Gonzo. Gonzo all day. Oh, can you see that? I don't know if you can. I have a uh, Hunter S Thompson's letterhead tattooed on my left forearm. a Dup Hornstall says. I love your music, man. I love you. Derp. Bless the frick up. Bless the frick up. Oh, two more visas. Got a question says, what would be a thing Peterson said that you don't completely agree with or don't agree with? Yeah. That's a good question. I'd have to think though. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, Shit, there's got to be something. And, um, oh my goodness, uh, there's this documentary coming out called uh, The Rise of Jordan Peterson. And the, and the makers of the documentary sent me an advance screener of it because um, we're talking about doing something together for the launch, which is very exciting. Uh, anyway, so I watched that and, oh my God, it was crazy. So, like, they were making a documentary about Peterson from 2014 or something. I think it was 2014, 2015. But they were just interested in his maps of meaning work. Uh, They were interested in his maps of meaning work. So they were there to make a documentary about that. And, you know, they were filming him doing his own personality test with his family and stuff of that nature. And uh, there's a famous Gee whiz, what are these guys? Yo these are very strange little little fly creatures and there's a whole bunch of them. I don't know where they come from. Oh my God. Yeah, there was a famous documentary about Hugo Chavez and uh, it was some Irish filmmakers who were there covering something or the other. And then they just, they were going to go talk to Chavez about something separate and then there was a coup while they were there. So they caught the whole military coup, uh, in this documentary kind of accidentally. The same thing has happened, with this Peterson documentary because they were just there to do a documentary about this lecturer who, had, who was interested in archetypes and then suddenly the whole, the whole thing kicked off and then continued to kick off and they captured it all. And it's a, it's a startling thing because, uh, you know, 2016, that was only three years ago. And it feels like a lifetime ago, and when you're watching this documentary, it's like, oh I remember that I remember that I was on the internet when that happened I saw that I saw that, and I was like wow i re- I was there from the very beginning, and um it's just mind blowing how quickly the world can change, how quickly history unfolds in front of us and uh yeah it was a it was a, it was a, it was a crazed thing, but um yeah, I can't think of something I disagree with. And there's got to be a whole bunch because, yeah, I was like, every bit of footage of Peterson they showed, I'd seen. It's like, I really have been deep in the world of that man. Because I'll i be making these things and I'm like, shit, I bet I've missed something really important or bet there was something that I should have covered that I didn't or whatever. But actually, I've been pretty good. I've actually been pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. Yeah, anyway, let me try and percolate on this. Two more V's. I'm sure I'll come up with something. Uh, Ethan says, What's the documentary on? It's not out yet. It's coming out in October, I believe. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It's called The Rise of Jordan Peterson. It's got a very cool cover. It's really, really well made. It's not like a fan thing and it's not a hatchet job, it's actually very balanced. It's like it's a document. It's a document. It's an actual document. As a documentary is an actual document of a period in history and the story of a man and his family getting caught in the eye of this whirlwind. And it's also, you know, it's like how much, how much of that was deliberate, how much of it wasn't, how much was happenstance. Uh, yeah, and it, it gives you uh, some of the people involved who are on the. Opposite side you get their stories. There's a trans activist. You see their story a bit. It's like It's uh, yeah, it's good. It's very good anyway uh Julie says Peterson has been quiet lately. Hope he's well Yeah, well, you know, Tammy his wife has been very ill but she's getting better now And uh yeah, so he, I, he's about to come back. He's about to come back so hard so hard like it's gonna be, it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny. Just you watch, he's coming back super hard. We're about to hit whole new levels of, you know, I spoke about this a while ago and I compared Peterson's approach or whatever to, uh, to 50 cents, you know, get embroiled in high level public drama and then the people come and then you've got this fantastic catalog of work and then people stay for that. And uh, that's what 50 Cent did when he kicked off. He had this very strong mixtape catalog. He got embroiled in all manner of drama, getting shot at, getting in beefs and stuff. People came, they stayed. And uh, yeah. So Peterson's got like the, the mixtape rapper strategy down fucking pat and he's about, to go, uh, he's about to go nuclear. God, this is freaking me out. How do I open the window? All right. Anyway, um, anyway, we should answer some questions. We should answer some questions. So here's a, here's a question. Pogo Biff. Pogo Biff says, how has the creation of meaning wave positively affected your life? Well, first, maybe we should flip the question around a bit and say for, for reasons of balance, how has the creation of meaning wave uh, negatively impacted my life? And I would say it hasn't, (laughs) it hasn't negatively impacted my life. It's only been positive, only positive. Now there's lots of answers to this I could give. So the creation of the meaning wave, uh, the, the thing that we, we make and we do. And we are the, um, the vehicle that we will ride to our glory. you know one major thing about Meaning Wave is, I, you know, there's a bit in The Matrix where Keanu Reeves plugs his head into the machine because he needs to go fight some motherfucker and then he's like, I know Kung Fu. Every time I finish an album, I feel a bit like that. I go so deep into the world of a person and, uh, and you know, for their wisdom and, like, what, finding their most useful wisdoms and then turning those most useful wisdoms into audio affirmations that burrow into one's subconscious. So every time I get to the end and it's like I've kind of assimilated a part of them and then I have that and I can basically take what's useful to me and reject what's not and add that to my being. So I keep lurching forward and each record I kind of get like more integrated with more usefulness. It's like a... You know, in Akira, where he's like kind of like assimilating all the, when he's assimilating like all the bits of weaponry and the garbage dump and all that type of stuff. And uh, I think that's happening with you guys too, right? Yeah, everyone who's here on this journey, all of us, each time we're picking up some new stuff and we can add that to our armory and we're getting a bit more powerful and a bit more useful, a bit more integrated. So that's you know. That's one way Meaning Wave has changed my life and continues to change my life on a daily basis. It's just like me today is very different to me just four weeks ago. Like, I'm way more sort of powerful and integrated and, and able to deal with, with certain things. I noticed making this album, stuff that used to get me really angry didn't now. Like, technicalities, technical things happen or whatever, and like, uh, didn't, didn't really mess with me. Like now I'm a, in this album process, I was able to go, oh well, we'll deal with that somehow. Where stuff that just, just like on the previous record, i have been like, Argh. I'd be getting all this. I'm like way better at controlling my emotions and shit now. I'm way better at, uh, looking for the upside. There was one track that I did a lot of work on, on the new album. And then I realized right at the sort of end mixing period that, uh, there was an issue wherein the vocal that I was sampling had some inherent extra melody in it, which I hadn't been able to hear until the mastering process bought those frequencies out. And they were completely at odds with the music that existed, which meant having to start again. And uh, I was like, okay, fine, we'll just start again. That's fine. And I did. And it's so much better. So much better. Like I listened to it yesterday and I got a fucking all over out-of-body chill experience. Like, all of me fucking stood on end and I rose out of my fucking body on the platform at the train station in the morning. Like, yo! This is crazy! And, um... Whoa! God damn it, little motherfucker! Um... (laughs) This is fucking nuts. There's, like, a biblical weird little, um, flying bug thing going on here right now. There's There was two of them on the windowsill. There's now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... This is fucking crazy. I might actually have to cut this broadcast short and deal with this 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 issue. There's like a biblical insect thing going on right here. Um, <laughs> shit. Anyway, so let me get through these questions. Ethan says, did you have a different philosophical experience when you made each meaning way for Alan Watts, Jordan, Peterson, etc.? I don't know exactly what you mean by philosophical experience, but definitely a very different experience. You know, those are two very different human beings. They occupy very different head spaces. They, uh, they come from very different sides of the cosmos, but they're looking at the same sun, you know, they're looking at, they're orbiting the same sun. And uh, they're both very, 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 very very useful, powerful, integrated individuals from which there are much, much to learn. Ethan says, the flies of chaos are telling you something. Yeah. they there's what are they telling me do you think this is really crazy there was two on the windowsill now there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 11 12 13 14 15 there's 16 now there's two on my desk here there's one on my ch- what the frick what well, a bunch on the floor yo this is fucking crazy whoa guys this is biblical okay let me see this is a, is this a test See if I can hold it together and do a useful international broadcast while in the midst of uh, of some kind of locust plague. We shall see, brothers. Tapas says, "Water bug crawled up my arm when I woke up this past week. Scared the hell out of me." What the bug? Is that like water sheep? What the sheep? What the bugs? What the sheep? What the bug? What the sheep? Um, right. Um, no, I'm sure I scared of bugs question mark lol. I wouldn't say scared. Um, sort of concerned. Like, why are there loads of bugs? Why is there so many bugs? And how have they gone from two to a whole goddamn bunch of them in in the course of not very long? What is going on? That's what I want to know. Um, okay, let's continue with these questions. Thunder That's a cool name, Thunder sh. How do you, as much as you do, at the pace you do it? without feeling overwhelmed or distracted? I guess the more practical question would be how do you prioritize your day and not get distracted? Also, what do you think of the discussions about the Amazon fires and the demand slash consumption of meat on the interwebs right now? Do you think it's a fair point to bring up? That's two big questions. Let me quickly, which one shall I answer first? All right. How do I do as much as I do without becoming overwhelmed or distracted? Pretty simple. You just kind of a you operate from a place of uh, meaning. So you've isolated what's has meaning to you and what's important. So the stuff you are doing is congruent with that meaning. i.e., Your higher values are congruent with the practicalities of what you're actually doing. So that way it's no problem to do it. All right, then it's a case of prioritizing and making lists. I've got way better since I started prioritizing and making lists. So I've got my shit broken down into the important stuff I need to do every day to keep this whole operation going and the important stuff I need to do for the projects to Get the projects done, and uh, yeah, I just break everything down into lists, and now I take them off. It's fucking it, you know. And as far as distractions, it's like, it's what? How are you going to get distracted when you're when you're working in congruence with your highest values, man? Or also if you like turn your phone over or put it onto airplane mode. You know what I mean? And uh, we've talked about all this stuff before. I find batching helps. So doing gr- tasks. Similar tasks and groups helps because you're a lot less likely to get distracted. You're Your like your mind is in the mini zone of what you're doing. Uh, that all helps, you yeah. know. So yeah. And as for the Amazon fires, I don't really know much about what's going on there. I don't read. The, I haven't been paying attention to the news. I've been working very hard. Uh, the demand consumption of meat. There, there's been a meme going on. It's interesting if this is being tied to that, because like there's an agenda there's a very specific agenda to stop people eating meat and to basically make people eat like bugs and uh turn people into sickly weak little bug lettuce munching like creatures that live in boxes and don't bother the powers that be and i mock these morons and i laugh in their face And, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I only eat meat, right? I only eat meat and I'm not going to stop. Now there's conversations to be had about like farming meat in more ethical ways. And they are there to be had. They're not for me to be had, to really have, because I don't have much, uh, sway on that part of the world. That's not really my wheelhouse. And, um, I believe that it can be done in a far more efficient, humane, and, uh, and, uh, like non-destructive fashion. And that's what definitely what we should do. And, um, that's what we should do. I think like eating bugs and beyond meat, is, uh, it's not just stupid, it's actually evil. And maybe we can talk more about this. Uh, because it's pretty big conversation. So maybe we can talk more about this like next week. Maybe if you want to know more about that, get me some more specific questions and I'll formulate my thoughts on it more because I do think a lot about it and I talk quite a lot about it with my wife, but I haven't spoken publicly about this stuff very much yet. And it's something that, uh, I, that I, I have stakes in. I do have stakes in it. I tell you this and I say this quite a lot, but, um, I think an issue that we have is the framing of us as separate from nature. People be on this, oh, we're killing, we're destroying nature or whatever, whatever. It's like we are nature. And uh, as I've said often, a nuclear power plant is as much a part of nature as a beaver dam. And either you believe in nature or you don't. And one thing that we're here for is uh, to get out of here. Life wants to live. We are tethered to a dying star. Life wants to live. All right? If you think of the earth as an organism or whatever, it wants to carry on living. When that sun goes out, it's fucking death time for everything on this planet. If we can't get our asses out there into space, guess who doesn't have thumbs? Everybody who isn't us. Specifically cows, man. Cows ain't got no fucking thumbs. Cows and humans go together. Cattle and humans... It's a synergy, all right? It's a synergy. If we stop... Uh, if one one thing is if we stop eating these animals, they cease to exist for a major part. But anyway, like, yeah, this is a massive conversation and we can talk more about it. But I will say that uh, life wants to live. We need to get off of this fucking... Away from this dying star. And we got the thumbs, all right? And uh, we're not going to be able to do it uh, eating fucking bugs and, uh, beyond meat. Burgers and fucking soy. All right, so that's what I've got to say on that. God damn it uh, <laughs> Yeah uh, Darren says any immediate plans for more ATD originals I listen to the golden age every morning on my train commute to uplift my morning and remind me we're in a golden age Well, that's a wonderful thing to hear. Thank you very much Darren. There is definitely a plan for uh, more Akira the Don vocal stuff and uh, you know, I've sort of spoke about this before but One of the reasons I made Meaning Wave was I realized I was not ready to make the album I wanted to make yet because I just wasn't smart enough yet or wise enough yet or hadn't had enough lived experience yet to make the useful record I wanted to make that spoke uh, about the things I wanted to speak about to the people I wanted to talk to at the level of usefulness and awareness and congruence that I felt necessary. And then through making all this meaning wave stuff that's basically fucking fast tracked me to a position that it would have taken me decades to reach otherwise, which means I'm ready, pretty ready. I think I'm ready. So i basically, I've got a, like, I've, I've got a, um, a schedule of meaning wave records that I'm making. And, uh, the schedule is formulated such that we acquire certain wisdom between us and we acquire certain skills and certain knowledge and certain abilities to understand certain things and stuff of that nature. And, uh, once that is done, we will be ready for that record, but there's going to be singles along the way. There's going to be singles along the way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Julie says source meat locally from an ethical farmer. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Easy. It's responsible and meaningful. My kids know where their food came from and are grateful, Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So Pepper says water bugs look like roaches. That's good to know. These bugs I've got, they're like really small. They're like a centimeter long. They've got wings. They've kind of got orangey red faces, snouts. I don't know what they're up to. Man, I don't, know what the flip, I don't know what the frick they're up to. 420 Iron Fire Horse says, even the Dalai Lama eats beef and other animals to extend his life. He would be dead if he stayed vegetarian. Quite, indeed. Uh, the Dalai Lama also uh, upset everybody recently by suggesting that like uh, population replacement level immigration might be bad. <laughs> so they, and you upset lots of people. So now the Dalai Lama got cancelled. Dalai Lama's cancelled. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, thank you, Fundish, for that question. Cindy Bailey says, Would you consider mixing an album featuring Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan's podcast? Dude, if you put that out by or on 920, I would call that perfect timing. Would you? Would you? Would you be surprised if uh, your friendly neighborhood, Don, didn't have something prepared for the storming of Area 51? Ooh, that rhymed. Ooh, that rhymed. Do you know who's really interested in storming Area 51? Hercules. My son, Hercules, is very interested in that whole thing. And he keeps oscillating on his thoughts about it. Uh, He said a few weeks ago, he's like, Dad, what if it's a trick by the people at Area 51 to get everyone to go there so they can shoot them? (laughs) Big brain. Big brain. Herky big brain. Oh, my goodness. YouTube! A question from YouTube. Wow. The heck? Uh, Matthias Clark says, "Bruh, when is next JBP wave? Bruh, when is next JBP wave? Well, what can I tell you about the schedule? Um, I can tell you that the Gary Vee album is finished. I can tell you that the Joseph Campbell album is underway and I can tell you that coming up, we've got the Jocko sequel. We've got the new JBP. And I won't tell you, I've got some other stuff, but there's lots of other stuff, but yeah, so basically, yeah, there's new j b p in the works that's started formulating uh the Joseph Campbell album is the next major album after the Gary V album, which is finished, and um we're also going to have a new jocko album and there's there's lots of other things there's i like yeah, think about it, like they've just announced more of Marvel Phase four, right, and uh they already announced like 20 things and now there's another bunch of things that they're announcing and those things are like half finished and shit like what? Think of it like that, that's how we're getting it down. It's like that, all right, it's like that. And uh, There's basically, also I'm gonna be doing a lot more singles, a lot more singles so we can get different voices out there and different perspectives. You know, like making a whole album obviously is a massive endeavor and it takes a lot of time. But uh you know, that Norm, sorry, the uh, the Noam Chomsky record actually happened very fast because it was very, it's just one idea. I didn't have to research a whole album's worth of stuff, this, that, and the other. So like, I'm going to try, I'm doing a bunch more singles. So we can look forward to that. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Um, all right. Questions, 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 questions. Greg V Arius says, what do you think about not jordanpeterson.com and the deep fake future? All right, if you don't know about this, someone actually sent me a message seemingly seriously saying oh well while well, Peterson's on hiatus and you're waiting for him to say cool new stuff use this website and you can type in anything you want and it comes out in his voice and I'd uh, be like why would I put words into his mouth that's the opposite of what I've been doing it's honestly the opposite of what I've been doing the very opposite of what I've been doing is trying to put words in other people's mouths and make it seem like they're saying things Two, I find it very interesting that the first, whoa, motherfucker, wiggler, that the first like convincing audio deep fake generator that we've come across is of Peterson. And Peterson's whole thing is tell the truth, right? Peterson's whole thing is Peterson is incredibly careful about what he says, the language he uses, the way he puts things. And here we have something where you can make him say anything. That's very interesting. That's like, you know, it's one of those that if you believe in the simulation, that's as about a simulation scripting as you could get. And if you believe in a kind of overarching Illuminatus conspiracy, it kind of fits in with that as well. It's it's pretty mind-melting that that would be the case. And uh, yeah, so you could very easily... Make Jordan Peterson say something awful, and morons would believe that he said that. We're already at that point. Deepfakes are already good enough. Deepfakes. I've I've been following deepfakes from the beginning. I followed the Reddit deepfake thing from the beginning. I keep an eye on that deepfake. If you don't know what that is, it's where uh, you take. You can basically take a face and plaster it onto someone else's face in a video and make it look like that person. Uh, You can also do it with photos now. You can animate photos. So it's just like a person talking. They've done it with historical photos and it looks very convincing. So we're now already at the point where you could uh, create audio and video of a person doing something they've never done anything. They've never done. It has obviously uh, incredible implications for... uh, I don't like this word. Sense making, people have been sense making is a, is a buzzword at the moment, and um, I don't like it for various reasons. But uh, yes, it has major implications for sense making. I guess it has major implications for all sorts of things. It has major implications for the movie industry, by the way. Uh, it got to the point with the music industry after the collapse. That uh, certain artists were better made more we're going to make more money dead than alive. Michael Jackson was certainly one of those guys, and, and now he's dead. Uh, certain actors are going to be more useful to film studios dead than alive when you can uh, animate dead corpse easily. You know, you've got enough footage. You've got enough footage of uh, say Keanu Reeves to make an infinity of Keanu Reeves movies now. Of Tom Cruise, someone like Tom Cruise, saying, you've got an infinity, you make an infinity of Tom Cruise movies based upon existing performances transformed into uh, deepfake type stuff, post deepfake type stuff, which means you don't need him to be alive anymore. Which also means that uh, the issue that Hollywood has now, which is that there are no movie stars. There are no new movie stars. There are no new movie stars. Once upon a time in Hollywood, it was interesting because, uh, those are the like Brad Pitt and, and uh Leonardo DiCaprio are pretty much like the last movie stars. And even they couldn't get a number one movie. It's like there are no movie stars anymore. That thing is over. So what they're gonna be what they can do now though is like resurrect the corpses of uh of existing movie stars and just rinse them for eternity. So God, yeah, it's anyway, it's very interesting. Um it's gonna be very difficult for people to distinguish truth from fiction, and it already is. It already is. And already, you know, as we've talked about, people would rather hallucinate a fiction than uh, admit a reality that goes against what they already believe and public statements they've already made. As we men- as I mentioned last week, something I realized was, uh, what, one of the number one rules in persuasion is that if you can get a person to make a public statement about something, then they'll stick to that. So if you're selling someone a car and you can get them to say, yeah, this is the car for me, you're right, this, yeah, I'm the kind of guy who likes this kind of car, then they're going to buy the car because even if they like, realize they could buy another car and it's cheaper or something like that, they're going to buy that car, because people don't like to act against their self image and their public self image and public statements. And social media is nothing if it is not a public statement extraction machine on a daily basis, extracting public statements from everybody that everybody then feels they have to like live in line with no matter what opposing evidence is revealed. The Russia thing is a great example of this, like millions of people are going to believe that happened no matter what the evidence suggests because they've invested so much into into it. So it's interesting because the deep fake thing. will that exacerbate that will it make any difference who knows hey shout out to cosmic roasters uh thank you for the eleven eleven super chat there's an auspicious number and uh my wife has really been enjoying the gift you sent us cosmic roasters sent us a coffee making machine and uh some really amazing coffee and by the way that woke me up today and made it so that i was here on time that coffee machine was making some crazy noise uh, 11 15 which got me up and that's why I was perfectly on time to do the stream so thanks to you uh, diverting tales says can't wait for Disney's Iron Man remake in 50 years Robert Downey jr Deep Fake edition I honestly think it will be quicker than that I honestly think it's more like 10 I honestly think it's more like 10 I actually was thinking about Iron Man specifically in this because we have uh, in one of the movies you have the de-aging the very, the very impressive de-aging technology used to show a young Tony Stark. Right. And uh, I think Tony Stark will be back in the MCU in under 10 years. And that's what they'll just be using that technology. They won't even have to use him. Uh, but yeah, but we will see. We will see. Ten more minutes. These are uh, the the plague is increasing. There's way more of these buzzy things now. By the way, I'm going to ask you guys a question. What do you think this means? What is the significance? of these little, little insects. They're crawling all over my legs right now. There's one on my head. They're all over the floor. What is the significance? Why are they here? What does it mean? And what is the good that can be derived from this situation, brothers and sisters? Let me know in the chat. Um, Questions, questions, questions. Second to last question, pre-submitted. Slot Bartifast the Happy says, any chance the live stream will go back up? Sunday, DJ streams. What do you mean? They're every Sunday. They're they're every Sunday. So every Sunday we do a live DJ stream here from here. Oh, and as far as, but they don't post live onto the YouTube channel. um, But they're archived. And if you're on Patreon or Subscribestar, you can watch them there and download them as well. I make download, I make audio available for download. So anyone who's on Subscribestar or Patreon at any level, a dollar has access to those live streams. So there you go, Sir Pappas, what do you think is the sacred calf of the Zomers? Well, by the way, I'll drop a clip from the JRE, Dan Crenshaw interview in suggestions. He was saying a lot of things about getting after it. Well, that's good, thank you. you know, The more people we have talking about getting after it, the better, but um, I don't actually understand the question. What do you think is the sacred calf of the Zamas? I don't know, is the answer. Who are the Zamas? Educate me, I'm gonna to have to Google this. I mean, the sacred calf, that was something biblical, right? Um, cows are, are sacred in Hindu land? I shit, I don't know, man. This is where you've brushed up against my vast ignorance. My vast ignorance, which is really the thing that I, I'm most aware of these days. Uh, you know, this meaning wave thing, you're like, holy shit, look at all this stuff I don't know. Look at all this stuff these people know that I don't know. And then it's like, you can kind of glean stuff from them and you can learn things and you can, but there's so much to know and there's so much we don't know, which is very exciting. There is a fucking adventure. There is an adventure. Uh There's this weird meme in a contemporary Society that like we've discovered everything that needs to be discovered and this that and the other That's what people always think people thought that before they invented electricity Like the scientific community of the late 1800s were convinced that they had discovered everything that needed discovering and uh, You know, they might as well just quit So yeah, Uh, so peppers says zoomers is the meme for Generation X. Oh zoomers Oh, so let me read the question with that in mind then. Sorry. Oh, you said Zomers, you'd written Zomers, Sir Peppers, not Zoomers. The sacred the sacred calf of the Zomers. Do you mean sacred calf or sacred call? Uh, Do you mean what is sacred to Zoomers? Uh, Freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of uh, integration, freedom of mingling. Zoomers come from a world of only Internet. Zoomers have never known anything else. I basically liked the, uh, by the way, we've, they're now called Generation Z and Zoomers. That's been decided. But for a week back there, Generation Omega was put out there. And I really liked that. I like thinking of them like that. Now they are a people who've only ever known the internet. I am of the last generation that had both. Like I left school at 16 and there was no internet. And then, uh, Next year there was, basically, in the UK. The way they got people to adopt the internet in the UK, by the way, was uh, free, making it free. There was a thing called FreeServe and they just gave everybody a CD-ROM that had internet on it, it was like, you can all have internet for free. Because uh, people had been like, oh, this internet looks stupid and weird, I can't be bothered. But then they gave it to everybody for free and everyone was like, all right, fuck it. Let's try this internet. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, the first musical festival festival I went to, I didn't have a mobile phone. I lost all my homies on the first day. I didn't see him again until Monday. I had adventures, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. You can't have adventures like that anymore. You can have new adventures. And uh, yeah, Zoomers, man. Zoomers don't know about that shit. Zoomers have only ever known the internet. When I was a kid, when there was no internet, there were genres and there were divisions. If you like rock music, you only like rock music. You didn't really like other stuff, and you didn't hang out with other people who liked other stuff. And uh, if you like rap music, that's what you liked, and so on and so forth. And people were in tribes, and they kept themselves to themselves. I wasn't like that. I liked rock music and rap music and indie and dance and all these things, but I was the only person like that that I knew, and everyone thought I was a fucking weirdo. The internet made us all into weirdos, and that was one of the glorious things of the internet. The internet revealed that there are weird eyes like you all over the world and you can talk to them and you can hang out with them and they can you can become friends and you can network and you can create new things together and zoomers don't know boundaries like that zoomers listen to everything if they just like it and zoomers it's the same with their humor zoomers don't have boundaries in their humor zoomers aren't like no that's not you can't laugh about that and do 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 zoomers are also in a way like uh, reactionary against the nero puritans uh, that permeated the millennial generation, I guess, in the same the same way that uh, Generation Z reacted against boomers. So, uh, yeah, Zoomers are like really, really dope superhumans to me. They're really dope superhumans because, you know, they, they've had the Internet their whole lives. They, they're fucking technical geniuses. Uh, They understand memetics. They understand, even if they don't understand it consciously, they subconsciously understand and utilize the power of chaos magic on a daily basis, just like it was the most normal thing on Earth. Zoomers have the ability to affect the world in a way that previous generations do not, because previous generations have built up barriers in their minds that they think they can't do certain stuff. And Zoomers just expect that they can, believe they can, and do. They just do so zoomers will fucking change the world. Now, as far as your question, which I couldn't quite work out if that was their calling, their calling is to save the world. Their calling is to save humanity. Their calling is to help us evolve to the next stage. I talk about this a lot. I believe that we're in the chrysalis formation. We're about to become butterflies. We haven't yet been born. We're about to be born. Zoomers are a big thing in helping us become born. So I'm hyped. All right, I'm hyped. Shouts out to George. Thank you for the two Euro uh superjet says hey akira are you part of the yang gang yet now i'm part of the wave gang wave gang or drown wave gang or get off the boat wave gang or get rolled on wave gang all right that's what's up wave gang splash 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 drip 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 that's the only gang i'm interested in being in is like my gang your gang our gang all right, I'm not interested in politicians. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention to what they're doing. Maybe they've got some ideas and stuff of that nature, but I've been alive long enough to know that you cannot trust a politician, even if they seem like the nicest person in the world. And aligning yourself to someone else's uh, gang. Just be careful, all right? Be careful before you, you join someone else's gang. What was it? Um, what was it, thingy Bob? You know, I don't want to be part of a group that would have me. Is that what what graduate Marx said. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, and you know, I just, I just haven't had enough time to research Andrew Yang yet to be able to, to, you know, claim any kind of gang affiliation or say whether I uh, agree with him or not. I know, I know Elon is in with him and I trust Elon, but I, I can't go in with people based on other people's recommendations. I've got to do my own research and shit, baby. I've got to do my own research and shit, baby. Uh, no, i says fuck yeah, brother. And uh that yeah, exactly. Uh Julie, okay, about these goddamn bugs. The bugs are keeping you grounded in your gorgeous new place, no escaping bugs in August. That's a good point. That's a very good point. There is no escaping bugs in August August, even if you live in a beautiful fucking penthouse in, in West Hollywood with uh incredibly aesthetic windows. Incredibly aesthetic windows. Oh my goodness. Um uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Uh don't need to be in a gang, says No I'm sure Couldn't resonate more with that. Yeah, man. Uh, George says, Well, Andrew Yang isn't really a politician, watches Joe Rogan podcast. I did, actually. I did watch his Rogan podcast. And uh, yeah, you know, I like a lot of what he has to say. Some other stuff I don't like. He, uh, for example, he's been doing politician type stuff of like answering questions in a kind of sneaky type way. Uh, And, uh, you know, he's been I've seen him sort of buying into this identity, politics, divisive, calling people N words and R words and this type of thing, all that stuff. I can't get down with that. Maybe it was out of context. Maybe he's like trying to. Yeah. But if you're if you're trying to get involved in politics, by definition, you have to play the politics game, you know, which which kind of seems to lead to. I don't know, I've never seen anyone actually manage to do it. Uh, diverting Tales says, As a Zoomer, I can buy Plato's Republic in a great hardcover for €10, Euros, which was unimaginable for my father, and can download Nietzsche's books for free onto my Kindle. Yes, 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 yes. A goddamn man. That's an amazing thing. I was, um, I was at the train station yesterday, and I was trying to read... Marcus Aurelius' meditations on my phone, but the the internet had gone and I hadn't downloaded the new chapter yet. Mm -hmm. I was a bit annoyed. And I looked to my right and the dude to my right was reading Marcus Aurelius' meditations. And he was reading the paperback copy, which you can get from Amazon for three bucks because I've got the same one. I was like, yeah, what a time to be alive. Just fucking, just like reading stoic wisdoms at the train station. No, I'm sure it says Akira 2020. Shabbat. Shabba, 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 shabba. Exactly, Uh, yeah. Uh, Booby, dooby, 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 Do we have any more questions? We will take one more question. One more question, then then we'd be bouncing. And then I'm gonna work out what to do about these bugs. There you go, here's a question for you. What should I do about these bugs? I kind of feel mean, I don't wanna kill them. Like, they're just out here trying to live. But they're annoying. And also all my DJ equipment's up here and I don't want to, like, again. There's a lot of these motherfuckers. There are now, they're now at the close, they're all over the floor. What the hell is going on? Yo. Anyway. <laughs> so this has been an interesting broadcast. I wonder what this will be like listening back to on a podcast. Do, Do-do-do-do-do. do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Anyway, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out and uh yeah i hope you've enjoyed the content this week there's a we've got a week's worth of fantastic content for you next week already planned already planned out because we're way more organized around here these days we're way more organized because you know if you're going to be hyper productive and if you're going to live in the zone you need some discipline you need some organization all right you can't just uh you can't just like bounce around from thing to thing and expect it all to work out you need some discipline baby get some discipline in your life watch what happens oh my god oh my god uh gabby says have you taken the honk pill well i'll tell you one thing uh i've been thinking of getting like a honk horn for my scooter it's currently got a bell like a ding ding bell i was thinking of getting a honky clown horn for it just so every time I pass something clownish, which is quite often, you know, I live in Los Angeles, uh, the billboards around here are getting incredibly clownish. It would be nice to be able to just honk. That would, like, alleviate... Because you know the thing, when you see stuff and you're like, God damn, you see a thing that annoys you, or you see a thing that's, like, evil, <laughs> you know? And uh, you don't want to be uh, uh, possessed by the negativity or possessed by those ideas or anything like that. And in my head, I actually find that going honk, honk, is very helpful because it just kind of it seems to dissolve dissolve the negativity or the the poison of the thing so uh, yeah anyway I gotta get out of here and uh, deal with these this deal with this plague of locusts or whatever they are whatever they are I don't know what they are hey tell you what let's have a I'm gonna put the camera on them if anyone knows what they are let me know look at these little guys. what is that what is that what are these dudes? Look at that, here's one. And they're just, they're dumb, right? They're just trying to get out the window and it's a window. Like these motherfuckers are not gonna get us into space. You know what I mean? All right, we, these motherfuckers aren't getting us off the dying star. What is it? What are they? Uh, yeah. yeah, let me know, we need to know. Inquiring minds need to know. Hey, Hercules, do you wanna say goodbye? Yeah, we're finishing the broadcast. you want to say goodbye? All right. Hercules is going to come up and say goodbye. Yeah. Here comes Hercules, going to say goodbye. Yes, he, yes, he is. He's going to say goodbye. He's going to say it is. Yes he is, yes he is, yes he is, yes he is. Hey Hercules, are you going to take the Honk Pill? The Honk Pill is a declaration of freedom and an act of philosophical transcendence. Come back. Wait a minute. Uh, it is the simultaneous acknowledgement of the black pill with the decision to avoid its attendant nihilism by consciously choosing to seek joy, to seek adventure, to seek light hearted and self amused mastery in the midst of chaos. The Honk Pill is a philosophy unto itself. And perhaps in these trying times, it's just medicine this broken world needs. Come back. Oi, we're finished. Anyway, uh, I like a lot of that. I think that uh, avoiding nihilism is a wonderful idea. I think seeking joy and adventure is a wonderful thing to do. And, you know, it really upsets uh, the, uh, the authoritarians, the prudes, the uh, morons, the meanies. Yeah. There's nothing they dislike more than joyful people uh, who don't take things too seriously.
1: These are the... Ch- um, the uh Cool treasures I found um, oh. at, um, at I think it was Canyon School.
0: You found treasures. This the, is your yeah, little box is, of treasures. Yeah, that I got. Hercules has shown me a box of treasures.
1: That I got from when I was in preschool. Been keeping this ever since I was oh. in preschool. Now I'm in first grade.
0: no, oh, my son.
1: I had a diamond.
0: This is your little box of treasures that you had as preschool.
1: Look, look at all these.
0: Hercules is very, um, He's a sweet boy. He's a loving boy, and he has a he has quite a sense of nostalgia. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Third place says seek joy. Healing starts at the frequency of joy. Yeah, man. Exactly. Seek joy. Hercules, you're saying good to say goodbye to everybody. Okay, goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Says Hercules. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank
1: you for watching, in. for watching for um the uh Akira, um, um
0: forty one. Forty one. 41 brothers and sisters. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow doing a live DJ set. Tomorrow is Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. We'll be doing a live DJ set here tomorrow. So tune in then. Content all next week. Got a new single next week. Got uh, cool music videos, uh, dropping, got a new mix. And, uh, yeah. So thank you for being here. Uh, I've been Akira the Don. This has been Ask Akira. Thank you Being here oh hang on a sec Cindy Bailey says they look like termites not cool oh what really termites that's really not cool do termites have wings well shit all right that's that's bum me out (laughs) focus on the gear focus on the good termites in your house get a new get a new house I don't know Alright, boom, Mm -hmm. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to deal with these little motherfuckers. Alright, love you guys. Bless up.